You got your comic books. Now it's time for your favorite podcast. Welcome to U.S. Comics Cast. I, of course, am joined this week, like every week, with the best co-host in any timeline, John mm-hmm. Rivera. Oh yeah, and I am joined this week, like every week, by the COO of U.S. Comics, the Wong to my Doctor Strange, the Groot to my Rocket Raccoon, the Meek to my Korg, and dare I say the Foggy to my Matt Murdock, Charlie, seen it twice and three times on Sunday, Rivera. What's up, sucker? What's going on? I dropped your title. I did not mention that you were the CEO. You son of a Because bitch. that's did how I, I roll. Did I get demoted already? Have I been fired? You know what it is? I feel like it's a WWE situation where as the as the CEO, much like Triple H, I'm just kind of waiting <laughs> for, for you to go fully senile. That's I that's what I'm waiting. And much like Triple H, I'm going to show up to work next day with a sledgehammer. Well, uh, we'll start it. We'll start it like uh, like we always do. Obviously, you've seen Game of Thrones at least twice. Naturally, how that episode was so dark, and yet, I I mean it literally, and figuratively. <laughs> but what a what a satisfying hour and a half. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the the great thing about the episode, and and obviously, I've had to. Um, you know, take up arms, uh, the the arms of wits against many witless opponents and have had to defend a thing of beauty. Um, something that is just a, a real masterpiece of an episode. You end up having to defend that against the mouth-breathing horde. Uh, it, just, it just says something about the people that I choose to run with uh, as human beings, as, uh, as uh, connoisseurs of science fiction and all things nerdy uh, i really need to find some new running buddies man because it is embarrassing how many people i had to talk into the episode i think the two most frustrating things uh, and and will be as as brief uh, as possible um the two things i found most absurd was people were trying to throw aria in the same like it was where they were trying to make claims that aria stark was a mary sue Oh, Which was just like, have you not seen me. the show? You know, like what I hate? the entire I hate purpose people, of that character. When people like when they first discover uh, a term and they're like, mm, I, I know what that means now. I'm going to use it constantly. Be like, shut up, dummy. You didn't know what a Marisol was two weeks ago. So just because somebody fumbled the ball and actually explained to you what it was, um, that doesn't give you carte blanche to use it incorrectly now. You stupid, stupid, dumb, dumb. Yeah, yeah, freaking uh, Game of Thrones has spent seasons, has spent years developing Arya into what she is now and making her into the threat that she obviously is. Anybody who has the audacity to say otherwise has no idea what they're talking about and frankly should be on a timeout from any meaningful nerd conversations. The, the, my, the only thing, and this isn't the other thing that, that bothered me, but <laughs> it's like the, a bonus the one. other, other thing. The 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 other thing twice removed was also I I I put up a, a Facebook post just on my own wall 
I'm not trying to get that much fodder for the show. <laughs> and it was it was along the lines of like, dude, if you didn't like the other thing we're going to talk about today or Game of Thrones, like that's fine. Don't like we're in the afterglow. It's 20 oh, it's less than 24 hours have passed. Yeah. I don't care if you didn't like it. And someone posted one of those anecdotal nightmare things that I hate where they're like, well, you know, I, I pretty much I said if you don't like Game of Thrones or if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, that's not some weird, unique thing about right, you. Right, exactly. There's plenty of people without HBO. Like, relax yourself. They, they post and be like, well, you know, I'm as, as exactly as they adjust their glasses, they went, well, you know, I've heard just as many people, you know, in conversation say, you don't want. I'm like, no, one. I, I literally <laughs> posted. I don't believe this story. No one in the history of the world has heard like, oh, I don't watch Cobra Kai. and been like, what? Yeah, exactly. No, right. that doesn't happen. No one cares about you that much person i'm talking about who if you listen i hope now you feel bad i know the other thing i i read that was just just absurd was was uh people kept trying to uh to 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 complain about john snow and ghost be like what did you want him to do do you want ghost to be on the dragon's tail there mm. was a plan yeah just because i'm gonna have just to take a flyer his, his, on on that one and disagree with you there bob um, no, I, I honestly, I had the, uh, a, the self same organic, uh, reaction when I saw poor, poor snow out there on the front lines with people who were doomed to begin with, who, who I won't name names, but it, it rhymes with Schmormont. Um, they had poor, <laughs> they had poor snow, uh, poor, poor, my poor boy ghost out there. Like a like a dumb dumb. Like, like, oh, are here? The treats are here. My squeaky dragon toy is out here. There was absolutely no reason, um, planning wise, that you should have had your your one and only direwolf that you still have under the roof. Uh, that you put him out there on the front line, running with people that he barely knows. Um, if Man, I'm, that if is I'm a, writing that, that episode, is a warrior it, direwolf, nah, sir. That's nonsense. You and I will argue if, about this no, but, another but, time. But I'll, but I'll tell you exactly the reason why you're wrong. It'll be my pleasure. Because knowing what uh, Ghost is capable of and knowing where his connections are, his place was down in the crypts. His place was to legitimately guard those people that really had nobody to guard them except for that burned up Scarface chick and and who uh you know who who was down there that who Tyrion he's gonna you know shake his little shake his little uh his legs over and maybe stamp somebody with a dagger there was nobody down there who could really Listen, do I'm any not, damage I'm not saying that there wasn't ghost. a ghost I'm not saying that there wasn't a better the place for ghost what I'm saying is the people who were like that's your dog. That's your responsibility. He should have been with you or nowhere. Yeah. That's a dumb thing to say. An hour and then call it quits. You go out there and you find <laughs> your fucking direwolf. I, I, I'm my my complaint was with the people that were like should have been by Jon Snow's side. Like there's no dragon no, that, saddle. Yeah, there's no there's for no, the puppy. There's no dragon sidecar. No, no, no. I I agree with you there. There was no. There was that was no my main place. complaint. For ghost, um, anywhere in the air, certainly. Saying I mean, he should have been in the crypt skills, is, is 
is genius. That's that's a much better place. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna that. be able to argue that. That's that good of a point. Mm. The other big thing, <laughs> somehow, this week wound up so double noteworthy. Oh my god! The, a perfect storm. A, Avengers Endgame mm. clocking in at three hours long. Yeah. Movie theaters staying open 24 hours to, to 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 meet the needs of the crowd. It brought in two billion dollars mm-hmm. worldwide. So it, it was like in its Marvel opening said, weekend. Oh, 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 Game of Thrones! How long is your episode this week? Uh, hold my beer, because we're gonna put out Some- a three-hour-long, epic fucking movie, and everyone in the world is gonna see it twice. Some people literally pulled a Sunday <laughs> where they bawled their eyes out oh. for Endgame. And then went home. Oh no! And watched Game of Thrones. Too much. I couldn't emotionally do that's that. Too much. If you paid me, I think that's the lady that ended up being hospitalized because she couldn't. She couldn't get her, you know, her, herself under control. That's that's, that's probably the day that she had. Oh yeah. yeah what yeah. it was, I I I couldn't believe <laughs> the amount of 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 nonsense i read oh, where people yeah, were just, just my my favorite comment about endgame if you want to just completely lose me in your life <laughs> is people who were like yeah whatever it was fine shut up oh, 22 movies don't say anything just don't say anything at all it'll it'll make you look like a better person and clearly you're not clear clearly yeah. you're just a garbage heap of a person and have no feelings whatsoever. You don't have any, um, you know, no respect for history. You don't have any, you, you're certainly, your finger is not on the pulse of current events or culture at the moment. And you don't care about it. That's fine. You're a walking meme of the sound of music, you know, uh, spinning on the mountaintops. But instead of saying like, oh, I, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I've never seen the Avengers of movies or Marvel movies, and this is me not caring. No, what you what you're doing is you're a walking meme, uh, basically saying that no one is gonna donate their organs to you, even upon their death, because you just don't deserve it. You are a garbage, garbage person. It is I'm, just the I'm keeping saddest, my pancreas. Fuck off. It is the saddest declaration Ugh. of a non. Now don't get me wrong. I don't deserve a trophy for having spent 47 hours <laughs> watching Marvel films. No, I, I, that's no. not, that's not, I didn't do it in a row. Like, <laughs> I didn't need, I don't need a long nap now. But <laughs> to try to take from people this weird moment they're, 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 where they're thieves. You know what they are? You know what they are, honestly. The best analogy, and this is coming from someone who loves analogies. Is they're happiness vampires. They're they, they're attracted to the light. That's brilliant. I don't they're know attracted. if you copyrighted that, yeah, but that's no, that, brilliant. That trademark, uh, copyright, patent pending. U.S. Comics, U.S. Comics, Sinks, John Rivera is the greatest of all time. Uh, LLC. Um, no, the, it's it's a truth. They come out of their uh, they come out of their little hidey holes, their the their basement dwellings, and uh, you know they're attracted by the giddy laughter and the light. Of someone else's soul actually uh, enjoying a moment, uh, you know, a tiny little spark of happiness, and they come slithering out. Yeah, I detect happiness, and then they slunk 
over to to wherever wherever the people who are actually enjoying themselves exist and they just attach themselves um you know from the mouth to the neck and they just do everything in their power to suck away that person's happiness and and you know just give them nothing but their own uh their own emptiness and unhappiness like it was uh, like they were giving away syphilis on fire island in the middle of september <laughs> Just I, I just I just couldn't imagine the amount of 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 fake spoilers being put oh, out. God. Now I I went Thursday. Um, I, I've been sick for the last couple weeks, and I like doubled up on my medicine. <laughs> I took a nap, uh, and and I and I sat down at ten o'clock. Now I'm not the 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 end all be all Marvel fanboy. Oh no, far I've from been, it. I've been very uh uh. Uh, not not openly declaring like this one I love this one mm. I didn't. But anytime pretty, someone wants to have, you're pretty outspoken. I, I, certainly, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, but, any but, of those but really, are where <laughs> really where my passion lies though is like when someone wants to have the conversation, or when someone like my favorite conversation is never what are the worst three such and such. <laughs> it's always which are the best. Conversation is so what's for lunch, and then that's immediately followed by. What's coming out this weekend? See, that's just evil. That's just evil and mean. <laughs> um, but uh, but but to see people to see people spoil it for for others. Oh, and I saw terrible. this on like Ranger message boards. Mm. I saw this on other podcast pages. Oh, yeah, it was just this hate filled nightmare just for terrible. some people. But luckily, two billion people worth. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, two two billion dollars worth of people. Uh, uh, showed up and were able to to enjoy it either with minimal spoilers or none at all. And I mean, this is this is a decade worth of films that are Better. all at bare minimum vaguely interconnected, leading to this massive Infinity Saga story that mm-hmm. started uh, uh, in two thousand eight. Yeah, that's. That's history. The same way, like people still bring up Jaws, and people still bring up uh, a Godfather. Mm-hmm. These are films that'll always have a place in cinematic history sure. for I mean, one honestly, reason there, or another. There's, there's really nothing. There's been nothing like this run that Marvel has had. Because even if you look at certain franchises which have had the legs, which uh, you know, ironically, they fall into the same, um, you know, they, f- they fall into the same ownership category. But even if you look at like for, for comparison's sake, something like Star Wars, where, you know, they, they, they had a, an early start and for years and years were part of the popular culture, um, you know, kind of like cognizance. Um, but, you know, they, they waited years and years i mean decades in between movies and um you know while while, while they certainly have uh you know a, a variable state of uh, approval from from their their uh fervent fan bases um honestly even something like star wars i think that's the closest that you can probably compare it to which is ironically because that's also house of mouse but um honestly even even that being said with with as uh that being the closest comparison there really is no comparison. It has been a constant stream of entertainment that the company that that they've brought us, and um, it was a it was they were playing the long game. You know they they really were. 
we were sitting there twisting our Oreos and, uh, you know, pushing pushing the pot up, thinking we had them all beat. And uh, they were just slow playing us, baby, for this one epic movie, which um, which was just amazing. Like, if you had, somebody said that to you, you know, a decade ago, that, that you were going to be invested in the same characters, the same actors, a singular storyline, you know, you would have laughed them in the face and, and kicked them in the schmatz. But, um, but they were dead on. It, it, I just... You know, again, looking at looking at Star Wars as a comparison, 1977 Star Wars comes out. We then get the original trilogy, we mm. get the prequel trilogy, and now we have uh, four other films. There's Solo. There, there. You know, there's these these two side um, movies, and then there's the new right. trilogy that's new underway. Trilogy. And mm-hmm. from 1977 to now, we're still under a dozen. Right, right. Uh, uh, of of Star Wars films, and don't get me wrong, they they of course have their their books and their com and their sure. video games oh, and their got, comic books, video games, books, comics. But by that comparison, so did Marvel this entire exactly time, right. while having stuff even outside of it. Stream of consciousness, um, they they really have had a, a, a stranglehold. On, on the public, you know, on the public consciousness, it's unbelievable. I mean, they well, really made household names out of B and C characters at best. You know what they've done is, you know, it, it's really just like it's it's just amazing. I mean, I I can't think. Monothosaurus app is not open, so I really can't think of any other words other than just just absolutely amazing what they've been able to do. It's impossible to look back. At, at phase one, the first six films, um, which is insane, that that this is something that occurs over what they call three phases um, in this Infinity Saga, twenty-two right. films, um, and for the most part, you know, at bare minimum, very good quality. You, looking back to two thousand eight, the very very beginning, arguably. And really, there's only one contender on this list. Uh, Iron Man comes out, reignites Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr.'s career. Um, oh, God. Give credit where credit's due, John Favreau. John uh, Favreau really... is the undisputed heavyweight champion of movie making. Anybody who says otherwise in my presence is going to get a quick one-two to their undercarriage because it is total fucking nonsense. And all anybody is doing that disagrees with that sentiment is just showing how purely ignorant that they fucking are. He should wear a crown. He should be he should be like the new good jughead and just walk out the door <laughs> every day with a crown, you know, uh, you know, tilted on a cocky angle on his massive dome. I mean, granted, it would have to be a pretty fucking big crown because homeboy got a big ass head. But uh, yeah, he 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 should be busy being crown. filled with uh, with just good ideas. Oh uh, God, yeah, you're you're probably right. As as he continues to make movies, awesome movies, his head probably is getting a little smaller. But exactly. uh, everybody wants to know where the other Infinity Gauntlet is. Uh, the you know Lefty, it, John's got it. He he he's got it. and He deserves it. And and you know what's what's interesting is. As much as as Kevin Feige gets and and is kind of the man behind this global view, if you fumbled Iron Man with that mm. first outing, if Robert Downey Jr. isn't 
isn't thrust into this role. You know, he auditioned for the film. He wasn't the highest paid guy on no, no, no. set for well, the, for Iron Man. Well, his his situation, and I don't know, I don't recall if this is something that we spoke about, but just the, just a quick version because I know we have a larger point to get to. Um, when when Iron Man was is underway again, it's a he's a B superhero at that point, a hero honestly because. The only thing super about him is his uh, tolerance for alcohol and his ability to grow facial hair. But and um, checking so he, <laughs> he exactly the ladies love him. Um, but yeah, he here's a B hero, and people have to be wondering like what what is this movie gonna do? Um, who they had they had a, a Terrence Howard signed on for like some like twenty million like a like a big boy paycheck like like a lot of them do indeed get. And uh, he was signed on board uh, even before Robert Downey. And when Robert Downey Jr. comes aboard, even with all the the, the issues that he came to the table with, um, he still really has a, a price tag hanging from his left butt cheek, which would would have made doing what they wanted to do difficult. So so he ended up taking points, and he didn't think, didn't take just points in the movie. He took points in the entire. Marvel uh, catalog. So Homeboy, every time one of these movies comes out and is breaking box office records, he is getting richer, richer, richer. Not not the secondary uh, movies. I'm talking about the Iron Man movies specifically, but also the Avengers movies in which he appears. Yeah, so, apparently so, that got switched to anything he appears in. Well, so yeah, his, yeah so I'm saying and, his rate right, fluctuates. Right. So just just to give you a little bit of a. Uh, uh, a little bit of something to think about tonight while you cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> At the estimated you know rate that he has, by all by all logical accounting, and from knowing he made about five million for the back end of Spider-Man: Homecoming, for being <laughs> a relatively small part, right? He he gave the kid a ride. The estimate of his Endgame paycheck, oh, I, as I it sits. Even. $75 million. Oh, my God almighty. He's going to live forever. That that type of money... He's going to means... be in one of those Iron Man suits. <laughs> exactly right. That's the kind of money that puts you above disease. That's the kind yeah, of... Yeah, you know, no, they there's... Say like, oh, I'm rich How enough old is that Magic I can get Johnson away with now? anything legally. He's going to live forever. He He's going to live to be at least 200 years old. That That's... That's a minimum two hundred year old money. The only difference is he's gonna have like three arc reactors in his chest. I don't care. I don't care. And they're gonna be shaped like money size. One giant arc reactor with just two eyeballs and a pair of size nine boys husky shoes. Because living is living and he's gonna do it. He's gonna have those sweet sunglasses and everything. So (laughs) two thousand eight two thousand eight Iron Man comes out. That movie Top to bottom, one of my most enjoyable watches to this oh, day. Oh, it's dynamite. It's um, just there's dynamite. a few movies that I, I love that much and can watch that often. Mm. There's Ghostbusters 1 and 2, Superman 1 and 2, the original Blade, um, and, and uh, The Crow. Like, mm. Iron Man is up there. hookers from Venus. It, exactly. Um, when, when it comes down to things I can always put on, it's like... Dodgeball and fucking Iron Man. I, I, I can watch them on a loop forever. Uh, 2008 also brought us 
uh, The Incredible Hulk, a movie that a lot of people don't care for, but absolutely is the second uh, film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Isn't uh, it, is it isn't it technically the the first? Like, doesn't it predate Iron Man technically? Timeline wise, uh, no. Like, wh- what do you mean? Like, story wise? Yeah, I mean, I I, I was under the impression Tony's at the end of today. it. So Tony's already again? part of the Avengers Initiative. Oh, you're right. So he his cameo, the- he's the cameo instead of um, uh, uh help me out here. Uh, the character's name, Run Shield. Has one yeah, eye. Nick Fury. Nick Fury, thank you. It eluded me. He's the cameo at the end of Incredible Hulk. Yeah, you're He's right, at the bar. Right. Now, I would argue that that despite all the problems with behind the scenes of the Incredible Hulk, I think if those stories weren't out and about, I think that's a, a very enjoyable watch. It's it's kind of too not grounded. If Iron Man is relatively grounded to the third act. The Incredible Hulk, because of its nature, kind of in the second act, starts being a little too comic booky for some people, and that's why I you think mean the, it, it, you mean the giant rampaging monster that's green that's caused by an industrial accident is a little bit too quote unquote comic booky for you. <laughs> yes, I think it was more of like the soda that that killed Stanley Cameo Number Two. Um, mm, I, I think well, there was like the the blood soda was a bit much. Um, Ferrigno might disagree with you, but that's okay. That you know what? Well, he uh, he has good real estate brokers. I understand. Um, that was the weirdest "I love you, man" reference uh, <laughs> I, I ever felt the need for. What uh, Incredible Hulk? What do you think? Obviously, it's a for for me. It's a big thumbs up. I'm not that. I I pretty much want to go through all 22 films and see if there's any that that really stick out. Like I wish it didn't exist. If there no, are any I mean, that that hurt the franchise um, globally, I mean, I, I, no, no, cl- clearly not, because we have the luxury of hindsight, and we're able to look at that at what so far at least the culmination of this twenty-two film storytelling arc. Um, so no, no, I, I don't think that there were any um, that there were any uh, killers, so to speak, to the to the to the brand you know to the to the brand value i mean here's the thing when when you have that uh when you have that complete of a body of work and it's it's so it's so much material to to pour through um if if you have two movies that sit back to back and carry this i mean look between godfather one and godfather two to use the reference you brought up people are going to have a favorite so somebody's so as as masterful as everyone can agree that Godfather One and Godfather Two are, um, everyone everyone is gonna have a personal preference and be like, well, I like one better. Oh, I like two better. Um, you know, who, who, who whatever whatever side of that particular fence that you line up on, you, you have a, a legitimate point. Um, you know, we spoke about this the other day. There are some people who will argue. Ghostbusters 2 was better. And and I think that's a harder uh, sell. Uh, you know, it's a harder conversation to have um, if, if that's where you line up. Now, take that circumstance and extrapolate it over 22 movies. Y- you know, th- there are going to be people who... There are going to be people who are in the game. I mean, there are going to be knuckleheads that just say stuff like, every single movie was an A+. 
And there are going to be some people that are like maybe only two or three movies were actually good movies. And, you know, you, you're going to hear all kinds of uh, nonsense and a lot of bullshit opinions that have mostly not been asked for. Um, but when you, if you do take your life into your own hands and actually ask for an opinion, um, it's, it's almost impossible to not have your own personal favorites and, and maybe even your personal, um, all right, well, I've, I've seen that and I, you know, I've, I've kind of digested it and, and, uh, you know, I had a, I had my knife in my fork and I, and I, you know, I, I, I'm full to the brim. And I don't necessarily need to revisit that. Like so, for myself so, personally, I don't. I didn't hate the uh, either of the Ant Man movies. Um, there was a lot to the Ant Man movies that I really, really enjoyed thoroughly. But that all being said, I I don't particularly feel the need to to pop one into the Blu Ray player well, if it happens to be on TV like on a random Saturday and I've got nothing better to do. Yeah, sure. I might just leave it on. Just well, let's have... stay in the world of, of 2008. Let's do it this way. I want, hmm. to the best of your recollection, I want two things out of you. I'm going to go okay. through all 22 films with you. I want nope. you to give it a score of 1 to 10 as the best you can remember in real time. So I want you to think okay. back. We don't know that we're heading to Endgame. We don't know that we're going to get 22 films. You sit down. So you have your popcorn. You have your cola. As uh, and, and out, you so and you and you're watching Iron Man. You're watching mm. Robert Downey Jr. rise like a phoenix. Uh, you leave that movie theater. What What's the thought in your head? Um, Let's say that, one that to Fav ten. Favreau Favreau did it again because before I sat down with my popcorn and and uh, you know uh, gallon of suds. Um, he was already one of my favorite directors, but as a as a good time director, like yeah, he makes fun movies that are like you know junk food movies, so to speak. Um, but I enjoy them; they taste good to me. So going in the door, I I you know I was already kind of a mark. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, but uh, afterwards, I would have said that uh, one to ten, I would probably have given Iron Man a nine. I, I was so and, and I'm I'm an easier audience than you when it comes to this stuff. I was so blown away by that movie kind of in real time, expecting not much more than the cartoon from a decade prior offered. <laughs> right. I, I I'm easily a nine and a half. I see that cameo at the end and I dare dream of a world where like, ah, we're gonna get Avengers in two years. And how weird right. is that gonna be? You know, Favreau directing in my head. Uh sure, same sure. year Incredible Hulk comes out. Mm -hmm. I want to know your what your thoughts are during the film. I want to know what your sure. thought is when you see Tony Stark show up at the end, and uh, mm -hmm. and I want to know what your thoughts on of this this expanding universe. What are you thinking at sure. the time? Well, well, I mean that one that one may even be easier. That one's going to be even easier because um, I was very much looking forward to the Yang Lee Hulk, and afterwards I had uh, kind of a sick sick feeling to my stomach because of everything wrong that they had done with it so when i sat down for for this new hulk um it had the benefit of again one of my favorite uh actors ed norton um the fact that they handled it in a much more comparative to the ang lee hulk movie and ang lee is a fine director don't get me wrong but but the way that they handled it was much more grounded in comparison to uh to the to the to the previous you know babyface hulk version hulk looked better 
Ed Norton is a dynamic actor. Um, the story was much more, um, you know, down to earth and kind of more focused on the individuals, especially with Hulk, because I've always felt that, you know, the, the interesting storylines with that are with the, with the man, not with the monster, but you need that monster just, you know, kind of hither and hither and thither uh, to, to smash some stuff up and, and, you know, make it done. It looked, it looked very good. Um, so I, I would have walked away from that. I, I would, I would have given that a strong eight and, but, but now that being said with the, uh, with the after credits or mid credits, I don't remember which it was, um, when, when Stark shows up and now it's a very clear what they're planning on doing and kind of making this overarching storyline and tying together all these moving parts. It's almost like a, you didn't know what to expect, but I know what I felt. I was just like super excited and it was one of those you know where you sit back and you just had a good ride not a, you know not the greatest ride you ever had but a good ride solid ride um you know recommendation worthy but now they set it up with oh if you like that you're gonna love this um i was just excited you know i was that I was, was really that was definitely the big the big word for it it was so exciting that mm -hmm. that time seeing tony show up Seeing the the end of that film kind of screws up some films that'll follow because at the end Ed Norton looks like he's going to be fully in control of the monster. What's really funny about Ang Lee's Hulk in two thousand three, five years prior, originally these ideas were already kind of there. Uh, they they were thinking yeah. of a giant extended uh, uh, universe. Um, uh, Avid uh, Avi Arad, I believe, is the name. Uh, was yeah, the producer yeah. at the time. He went on to produce Iron Man and uh, Incredible Hulk. So he right, right. he was part of that original, like, hey, wouldn't it be crazy if conversation. Right. It was such a weak foundation. The, the Angley Hulk didn't wind up the way that they wanted. And Angley went in an interesting direction and tried something very, very new that didn't work out. It's insane to me that that could have been the jumping off point. And if that were the case, yeah. I would have been shocked if we got to 22 films. Uh, moving right along, John Favreau's back in the director's seat. Behind the scenes, he doesn't get to do the movie he wants to do. Because Iron Man 2, the idea was always to do a take on arguably, at the time, um, the only universally famous Iron Man story was Demon in a Bottle. This right. story of a hero with this addiction and he's an alcoholic and Robert Downey Jr., the man, has kind of this a, a similar path he had fought through. Oh, my God. And, yeah. And, like and the, succeeded. It was kind a, of a more perfect, uh, you know, analog to Tony Stark, uh, you know, in the real world is Robert Downey Jr. You got to give me a break. I mean, he he literally lived that storyline. <laughs> and the um the big hindrance to this is a superhero movie comes out where the main character is an alcoholic in Hancock uh, a film that you know just side note very very good the third act falls right off the rails um, trying to be a franchise because Iron Man and Incredible Hulk kind of they knew were, were coming down so where in 2010 now Iron Man 2 really does the best it, it can with such a choppy uh, script takes a huge dive uh, story-wise, in my opinion, 
from the original Iron Man, and and even compared to Incredible Hulk, not as as compelling necessarily as a story but we get black widow introduced again we get a lot of that wow factor Mm -hmm. john favreau is tremendously competent uh as far as filmmaking goes so structurally the film works for someone a mark like me who's always like b and c characters when i see that suitcase armor um, after the, <laughs> the F1 race, right there, you've, just, you've got seven. Just that that suitcase armor is enough to have little Charlie take himself down to Blockbuster and buy that Blu-ray. Yeah, I knew it when I saw it. It really, it, like, between that and Scar- Scarlett Johansson's costume, uh, you, you had my 25 bucks. You enjoyed Blockbuster because you still exist at the time. Uh, Iron Man <laughs> 2, again... Uh, you know, in, in, in hindsight, I have a lot of different opinions, but in the moment, more world building, a bigger part for, for, you know, the, the shield element of it all is continuing to expand. We have a very fun take on Iron Man, who's now this established hero, who's, who's has some problems. I'm still at leaving that theater that night I saw it. I'm still saying it's an eight. It's another hit. Uh, the the world's getting bigger. Where do you fall on on your first screening? Yeah, no. For for me, I, Iron Man two was uh, again a step a step in the 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 wrong direction uh, probably in terms of um, you know in terms of just the the qu- overall quality of of uh, movie storytelling because you know look at, at that point they've already proven that they can make the character look awesome. They can make him look awesome. They can do a lot of good things visually, and they've the the talent that they have locked in. Um, th- those folks are going to show up. They're always going to give you, um, you know, they're always going to give you uh, gold to a certain degree, a certain certain level of shine. But the the story just overall, you know, kind of it didn't really do much for the story because again, I I agree. They were they were they were utilizing for the source material, you know, arguably one of the greatest and deepest uh, um, uh, comic book storylines that have ever been written. Uh, certainly by one of the majors, but I would argue just across the board uh, in comic book dumb. And it was like, um, you know, it's a, it was it would have been like trying to make uh, you know the movie Philadelphia, which you know which handled the the AIDS crisis so expertly and instead handing in Forrest Gump you're like well hmm not it's not it's not really the same thing you got here yeah so scale of one to ten what are you hitting it with say that again scale of one to ten what are you hitting it with seven nah, is it falling honestly, lower than a seven that would have been a seven for me seven. so then you know speeding up a, a a little bit as we uh, approach uh, 2012's Avengers. Next, we have a character that you've always loved that I don't have the same feelings towards. Thor really was the first movie where, despite the interconnection, despite introducing Hawkeye, Thor is that first movie where I'm like, nah, it's 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 good. I'm almost getting impatient oh, now because <laughs> stories you're are nuts. coming out of the plan. We know that later that year we're getting Captain America. The first Avenger. We know next year we're getting Marvel: The Avengers. So Thor is a is an enjoyable watch. Uh, it's a film that that I think suffers for me under the weight 
of of this character that I kind of just wish was Conan. Um, I certainly still enjoy oh, what are you it. Talking about it's a, you're it's, crazy. It's a six and a half, nah, you're, seven you're, for me in you're, the theater. You're to- you're th- but I'm, I'm that's the I'm most still absurd shit I've heard you say today, and I've heard you say some absurd shit because Thor, um, Thor, Thor gets raised like two solid letter grades above that nonsense that you're spitting just for Loki. You know, here's the thing: if somebody wanted to say, well. For the Thor franchise, especially as it gets started, the you know your villain, <coughs> your villain is more interesting than your hero, and and Thor's been attacked with the same uh, you know blunted blade that Superman gets att- attacked with. That oh he's boring, he's this, he's that. People are they're just wrong in, on both accounts. But uh, no, no, I I, I disagree. Thor. Uh, Thor was outstanding, and especially for the fact that it took you literally to different worlds, and it's the first time, literally and figuratively, that that the Marvel Cinematic Universe did that for you. Um, you know, they 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 took you to uh, to Asgard. They took you to you know they they brought that battle to Earth. Um, they set up the the galactic nature of the Marvel Universe. So no, I, I think you got to give that a much much higher grade. First of all, they've made Thor so much fun that anybody who would have tried to put that boring, uh, you know, title has got to be is just got to be nuts. Um, they they must have like some kind of like they they must be racist against Norse gods because no that that was a, that was a, an eight five for me. Without question, the most beautiful movie uh, to date. Come well, two thousand eleven. They- that film was gorgeous. Um, I mean, again, it was, it it was just, beautiful, it, but the world that they created really, really worked on an aesthetic design. But the overall movie dynamics, um, that those are really set up by Favreau. You know, the way that the Iron Man movie works, you know, the, the and again, uh, analogy central, um, the way that the Harry Potter movies all look like they were filmed, you know, except for the fact that the kids age from like children to, to uh, grandparents. Um, the those movies look like it could have been filmed in the same day by the same exact people in tech. Um, it you know because of the process that they used. Even though I maybe all of those movies had different directors and different teams and you know different time periods and blah blah blah. But they all look aesthetically the same. You can say that for the Marvel, all the twenty two Marvel movies, they all look like Favreau's original Iron Man. It it's it's just a uh, uh it's. It's expert filmmaking behind the scenes. This is proof of of how important a visionary producer is, and how how a team yeah, it's is important it, because it's it, important they fit, who they fit. the the hands that first touch a thing are gonna leave fingerprints. That's just how it goes. So you know they they were very very lucky. I think I don't think they even realized what they had, uh, what they had. You know, uh, you know, kind of under lock and key. With Favreau, when 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 they first gave him the the keys to the kingdom, they were very lucky. Yeah, it it really was uh, was a genius move. Uh, another genius move was giving someone a fourth bite at the comic book apple. Uh, the uh, a star in the Fantastic Four one and two, a star in Losers, a star in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, uh, which did predate this. Then, kind of the role he might be immortalized as 
Chris Evans puts on the shield. We get Captain America, the first mm-hmm. Avenger. If Absolutely. Thor he's inherently going, he's walking into the Hall of Fame wearing a star, that's for sure. If Thor inherently had flaws to its to to if 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 someone like me wouldn't like Thor because the source material doesn't resonate, we're now moving to to the most likable care one of the most likable characters ever put on a screen. Um, Captain America, uh, played by Chris Evans, is just. The heart pours out of this guy. It, we we just months prior had this world traveling, gorgeous uh, film in Thor. Now we're getting into the mud. We're getting into the past. This is the first time we're kind of jumping back, fittingly so, to match with the the character's story. Uh, I'm absolutely blown away by the first Avenger, uh, Captain America. Damn. It felt mm-hmm. to me a lot like like Richard Donner could have made the film as far as the, the heart and the passion that so clearly showed up. This is the first film that since the first Iron Man where I'm missed. My eyes are huge beginning to end. I couldn't no. believe what they pulled off. I had such a good you time. We're lips. right back into into, you know, eight, nine territory. What did you think? Is there, is there a question? Yeah, of, of, of course. I mean, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, um, when you have those conversations of, uh, you know, looking at the 22, um, the 22 movie body like that, that's very often in the conversation, you know, that that's contending for the number one spot. Even when you're factoring in these huge Avengers team up type movies. Yeah, Captain America, the first Avenger, really sets the precedent for, um, you know, uh, superheroes, um, you know, kind of being worthy of the powers that they're granted. Um, Pun intended. Yeah, no, it, was, it was outstanding. For me, for me, it was a solid 8-5 also. Um, I, 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 if I had to choose between anything that had come prior, I only, I only would have put Iron Man uh, ahead of it. Um, and only probably because... You know, Iron Man was a, a contemporary uh, story, where as opposed to uh, the original Captain America movie, which you know, which was, which certainly played on the nostalgia aspect of it, which makes sense and obviously had to do so because of the story that they were telling and and the origin and everything like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would give it a. It was it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. We eight eight five just to round it off. If you're if you're looking if you got the uh, if you've got your uh, abacus out and you really want to get very very particular, let's call it an eight point eight. Yeah, eight point eight is 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 pretty perfect. It it hits you in all the fields. <laughs> we finally get to the sixth film, the end of phase one. We get Marvels, the Avengers, all mm-hmm. the hype, the all the excitement uh, of finally kind of uniting. These characters together. We have a new. We have a. <laughs> we have a new actor playing Hulk. We have one of. Uh, uh, again, if if these twenty-two films wind up, you know, putting themselves deep into movie history, there's a shot where all the Avengers are together. The camera circles them as they all kind of have their their hero pose moment. This movie. 
again, in hindsight, you could pick it apart. There's a million things that are silly or don't make sense or waste time. In the moment, what a celebratory thing. To, from 2008 to 2012 dynamite. felt like a, a wait forever. If only we knew huh. that we'd be waiting so much longer for the true huh. end. Uh, the Avengers proves to be to be everything it's supposed to be. It's a party of true. a movie. Uh, again, do I think it's uh, ind- independent? Even in the moment, I knew it wasn't some great film. It wasn't a great piece of cinema. It was our reward for five other purchases. It was the right, right, you know right. it was the build figure of a of a movie. Yes. So if I was giving it yes. just based on sheer happy level, it was a ten for happiness. As far as a film, right, it's still right. a seven. It's a it's a it's a it's a seven plus. A seven, um, jeez, boy. Uh, do you do you feel, do you have to like take your wallet out and pay like per dollar for every? I think I I do. Is that not how this boy, works? You are stingy. Is that not no, how this that, works? Um, you know, no, I'm just, no. I'm just, I'm for, comparing for it all a, to Iron Man. For me, it's a nine. For, for me, it's a nine. Um, especially for the fact that you have, you know, it's, it's, it's the buffet. It's the buffet lunch. You can have as much of what you want. There is, there's literally something for everybody in that flick. And, and it, I always give credit where credit's due. When you promise me something, when you tell me, look, there's going to be a payoff. So this is what the sixth movie and uh, the end of that first phase uh, that, that, you know, that had been talked about on the sites and in the chats and in the, you know, on the water cooler and the backseat of the car and, and, and everything like that. Um, everything that we had been promised, they, they came through. They, they, absolutely, um, they absolutely put up what they, what they were claiming that they were going to do so. So now I will put that absolutely on the same level as Iron Man for all the feels and the visuals and you know honestly the only thing i i, I don't have anything negative to say about that first iron or uh, that first avengers movies except for um they they could have sprung the extra five bucks and actually given them fake earpieces so that when they stuck their fingers in oh, their ears oh man that's such... stuck each other that that was doing something they but keep no, apologizing for that, that by the awesome. way Every no, every right. film I, that followed, I've forgiven them a long time. They ago. get handed a little earpiece that's like mostly invisible. <laughs> in the the you know didn't need much. I, I promise that these episodes will be will be end game spoiler free, except for this one thing. The earpieces have gotten <laughs> even fucking bigger. They are so like, <laughs> we'll show you a goddamn earpiece if you want an earpiece. We'll show you. Like, here's, they're going to have... Here's your event, official Avengers earpiece, now an old Kellogg's product. They are going to have Nokia 2600s duct taped <laughs> to their head by Phase 9. I have no doubt in my mind. Captain America, are you playing Snake on your earpiece? What the hell is that? Watch your language, Junior. Um... <laughs> the the at the end of Avengers we get the the in a in a, a lot of people's minds mine included uh, my favorite post credit scene it's not the only one that's going to be snarky but it is my favorite snarky one they quite literally uh, the the film ends you wait through the mid credit scene you you wait through all the credits and it is like an hour and a half of freaking credits because everyone at this point has six assistants. <laughs> a lot of people involved in that movie, just, man. you know, Mister Stark's assistants, assistant, assistants, coffee bitch. Um, we get the who, the famous who the mustache wrangler in this movie. We get the famous shawarma scene, which tells you everything <laughs> you need to know about yeah. how this 
series runs, you can have high stakes, you can have right. drama, you can have death, and you can have destruction, but they're going to give you uh, a hug. This is this is yet another <laughs> big old big old hug. We open phase mm-hmm. 2 arguably the only way you can uh with Iron Man 3 in 2013. This movie um I'm always surprised that more people don't love it the way I love it. Now, I, I have to mm. admit it. You used the term before, so I'll bring it back. A wrestling term for it is I'm an Iron Man mark. Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. at this point has built up so much credit with me. Really, from from I, I would love to sit here and, and pretend, I oh, I've always loved Robert Downey Jr., and I, I saw him in other things. I liked him in other things. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, no, that's me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, even, even you are confusing From us. 2008 to 2013, this guy has built up so much good uh, vibes from me that I'm just so excited to see him in anything. <laughs> so when I know I'm getting an Iron Man 3 movie uh, and, and I'm immediately uh, brought to a completely different world, if that shawarma scene at the end of Avengers did anything uh, at all, what it really did was it it screwed with my mind and with the mind of a lot of audience goers because Iron Man 3 is ultimately a PTSD story. It's the story mm-hmm. about, a, 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 about someone who is clearly addicted to being Iron Man, but it's the thing that's ruining him now. If that suit of iron once, if that suit of armor, rather, once was his liberation, quite literally and figuratively, um, Avengers left him far worse than he had been story-wise in in quite some time. It's a tremendously compelling story. Sure. It still manages to be very, very funny. There's very few scenes I love as much as uh, he 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 gets in a car, the the kid who's helping him, uh, whose name eludes me right now, uh, is trying to kind of play with his emotions. Like, aren't you going to take me with me? But I'm cold. Be like, I know you're cold because we're connected. <laughs> that scene is little manipulative. I, bastard. I, I see that clip and I'll laugh every single time. Iron Man three yeah. to me wasn't wasn't the donut for you? <laughs> well, the donut was was an Iron Man two and was wonderful. Um, Iron Man 3 kind of brings Iron Man back to full form uh, for for me at least. I loved, uh, especially at the time, when I'm leaving that theater, I love Iron Man 3 as much as I loved anything else that preceded it, including Iron Man. Since I since you know some of wow. the some time has passed, it's it's lost a little bit of that, but it's still one of those movies that I will I will every now and then have a craving for some kind of Mandarin craziness. Um, I just love the character beats in that movie. Again, it's one of those movies that that doesn't uh, doesn't pace itself as well as Iron Man. It doesn't. It's not as compelling of a story as the original Iron Man. But that's that's a high task. I'm now on my seventh. Yeah, but you know what it is at at that point now. So much has happened in that in that world that now you've really come to the point where it's not really enough. That you're just going to tell an individual's story. Um, You have to tell that individual's story within a larger uh, capacity of the universe that they've created. It's so interesting that it like you can't go back again. It's like once the genie's out of the bottle there, it's not enough 
to tell intimate stories, you have to kind of wrap them up in in these these bigger, louder things. And I, I think what's great about Iron Man three is they tricked us all. They gave us a trailer that was like, look, another huge movie that would be Avengers worthy. Ah, just kidding. PTSD story. Boom. Uh, and and I, I just love it. Again, for me, leaving that theater, it's another nine. I'm so excited. And uh, if I found Avengers a little disappointing, despite how much fun it was, Iron Man 3 gets me so excited for the rest of Phase 2. Where do you fall with really? it? Really? You, you, you put Iron Man 3 above Avengers? Yeah, it's weird, right? I'm a weird wow, guy, yeah, man. That is weird. I'm a weird guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I I I I wouldn't I wouldn't put the, you know, in the shuffle. I, I wouldn't do that. I would I would definitely say Iron Man three. Uh, I would definitely put it above Iron Man two. But um, no no I, I would still put Avengers as like the event, um, you know the the big time payoff. And then Iron Man three again brought it back down to an individual you know perspective, which I think obviously is important. You know it's really hard to go backwards and and make it about. An individual story when you were just telling, you know, multiple, uh, you know, multiple heroes running around on the screen at the same time. So, um, no, it, it was it was good for me. But um, no, I, I would say probably eight would would be where I was at with that. Now, if there has to be a film sacrificed to get to 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 get one of the Infinity Stones, uh, I think this is the one I'm happy to sacrifice. Thor the the Dark World. If uh, if Loki with his pokey stick uh, was beloved, uh, this film proved he couldn't do on do it on its own. Uh, it's a messy film. Um, it felt weak while watching it. It lost a lot of the 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 freebies that the the prior films allowed for it. For me, Thor: The Dark World is a is a a shoehorned in film. You can tell. There was drama behind the scenes. Well, I think that it's named very appropriately because it it was really uh, it really was a dark world. You know, I, I feel like um, that they they maybe had gone to the point there where they were starting to come towards the end of some contract agreements with like certain performers and um you know it needed to be put out there. I I agree with you. Like if. If there's an infinity stone, you know, I gotta gotta kick you up the top of the mountain because uh, not the red skull says so. Um, yeah, that, that this would probably be the one that I would kick off again. I would still watch this before I watched, you know, um, you know, ninety nine percent of other movies that come across, you know, come across the screen in in one way or another. But if you're only looking at it in a closed loop of uh, you know, one movie out of 22 and we only have room for 21. Yeah, for me, this yeah, is probably the one But, to go. you know, in, in true Marvel fashion, I don't know if it played a part of it, um, but 2014 starts off with a bang. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Uh, this movie. Yeah, the Winter Soldier is the it is It is world. the moviest movie of the 22 films. Everyone who... who who would argue that that Marvel was a one-trick pony? They were telling easy stories loudly and brightly. Winter Soldier came and just punched you right in the balls for having the audacity 
to question uh, the the kind of creative team behind it. Again, Captain America is is back and he's brilliant and it's he's he's a fish out of water and they tell that story while simultaneously bringing back uh, the the the, yeah. the the Winter Soldier That's indeed. Bucky it, yeah. comes back. We're adding Falcon mm-hmm. to the fray. Test your we are we are uh, having Shield in full display. We're telling we're telling this this spy story that's interwoven, and it mm-hmm. really, really, really trusts that the audience is going to be able to keep up. This flick is just dynamite. This was the first real contender. Yeah, it, it, and and you're right. You really raised a good point with that. Is that it asks uh, it, it has a level of expectation from the audience. It's not assuming that you know that it's all you know seven year olds and 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 mouth breathers. Um, you know, it's it's saying okay, we're gonna give you a movie with these characters that we've established, but it's gonna be a different type of movie. Um, and and they came through. Yeah, I, Cap- Captain America. Um, you know that his sequel was was Dynamite, and not just because um, you know you have the Winter Soldier involved, and and obviously again that was. Uh, for me, I'm like, can anybody stay dead? Anybody? <laughs> Even in the movie just, universe, just they, they brought Bucky back. Hand. Please, that must have been very frustrating for you. Uh, they just can't help themselves. But you know, they they did it in such a way that. Um, even I couldn't be mad about it. It was, and he's life. famously resurrected in the comics, so it was one of those things that it's that is. is as as kind of disappointing as it was. It was inevitable, and at least they buried the lead. Uh, no comic book fan saw the title Winter Soldier. Well, yeah, it was like know, what? It was gonna happen. Uh, but considering all those things, they told a a compelling story. Again, my favorite part about it is Bucky doesn't wind up a good guy at the end. They really, really, really. Um, uh, in my what you know, in my opinion, this is the first real Marvel movie that's nipping at Iron Man's heels. Uh, the first 2008 Iron Man and making me go like, do I want to watch this yeah, more? Because that's another movie that I can put in consistently. And now you know I've named a couple films out of this this list so far that absolutely. I can put on at any time and enjoy or see the middle of and be like, well, sitting down, whatever I was doing, I'm not doing. <laughs> exactly. Um, Winter Soldier's brilliant. Looks it's, like I have it's, an hour It's a to great kill. film. Easy nine plus for me. Um, it did make me have the thought in the theater of good luck topping this. This is the news. So we're going to have to go mm. every seventh movie or, or, you know, we have to go seven movies in between. The really, really phenomenal ones. Uh, and I'm going to get punched right in the face that same year. Uh, the movie that I <laughs> did not know I needed. Uh, a soundtrack that to this day uh, I paid for. It's the only <laughs> paid album on my iPhone. I <laughs> love this ragtag group of uh, misfits. Guardians of the Galaxy uh, blows my mind. When I see it in theaters, uh, when you there is something to be said about uh, sitting down to a, you know sitting down in the theater. You're like, look, here is my money. You you've earned it. You earned it several years ago, and and we both know it's gonna be this way. And then um, just like just like sitting down for an expected um, you know fast food meal, and then just being served up the fanciest feast. 
that you could expect, uh, you know, without being a cat and having that can open up. Um, they they so over uh, they so over delivered the level of expectation, and you you want to talk about like making a, a B character in Iron Man a star. They took C and D characters and made them. They 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 were world changers. It was unbelievable. And also, you know, knowing what we know about the comic books and the movies that follow thereafter, um, I don't think anybody can really argue that the that there are phases now that we can look forward to that will exist off world. You know that 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 is indeed the 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 next great frontier, man. Boy, did they do an awesome job across the board what's what's amazing is again 2008 we start this journey by the beginning of 2014 as amazing as winter soldier was there started to be a very loud critique of the marvel universe and that's when in doubt everyone kind of became tony stark everyone kind of became snarky that was the language of the films no one was necessarily funny they were again snark was kind of the insult thrown its way and not always true but sometimes a little bit true in the writing you could tell they saw kind of where they may have made some missteps in 2013's uh thor the dark world immediately make a huge course correction with winter soldier they really trust their directors guardians of the galaxy is the is the answer to like you guys can't write a different character of course you can take a main character and make them good and almost as a giant middle finger they go not only are we going to trust the director (laughs) since this is in space he's going to do whatever he wants james gunn here's here's your corner run yeah well it's carp it's carp blanche to do what you think should be done to tell an interesting story when you do when you don't have that heavy duty emotional investment of a, a Captain America or a Hulk or you know any of the iconic characters that you know can be handed off and you're like oh be careful with this this is precious that's a lot of pressure and and sometimes that pressure can be you know just a weight on their shoulders and and you know obviously uh, in, in most cases um you know people do rise to the occasion but in this case it was like haphazardly thrown over the show like eh, do what you can about you know do, do what you can with this shit gun and um and boy oh boy was a home it, run. it's just proof that that enough passion uh can create magic and james gunn is a dude who everything he touches is filled with such passion that it's impossible not to root for for him and the characters he cultivated. Yeah, sure. um, I mean, his Twitter account aside, <laughs> he's very, very, very good at what he does. Um, but yeah, you're no, allowed it, to be you're allowed to be a jackass if you grow. Well, I mean, th- that's debatable. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that, but um, but no, but but I think where we're both on the same page is the fact that you know if you're if you're just gambling with house money. There is almost nothing you can't accomplish, and when pe- when when there's a pleasant surprise, boy oh boy, is that a great feeling? Especially when you've just paid twelve bucks and you you know you tushes in the seat. Um, nobody saw it coming, and and it was just an amazing payoff. One year later, we're brought to the halfway mark, uh, and our second 
giant team-up movie. Avengers Age of Ultron comes out in 2015, mm-hmm. makes all the, the money. Age of James Spader. All the money is made. We're introduced to even more characters. We get the vision. We get two mutants. Shockingly enough, they're not called mutants. <laughs> hey, hey, not, not mutants. Not mutants, but they sure as hell, if it quacks like a duck, <laughs> you know, it's probably a goddamn mutant. <laughs> but but who is your father? Don't yeah, you worry Yeah, he has about white it. hair, and he's in a franchise that stinks. <laughs> um, I, 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 in hindsight, uh, I, I actually think this movie is much better than I thought it was for a long time. Uh, I watched it not too long huh. ago. The problem is coming right on the heels of Winter Soldier, then Guardians of the Galaxy. This is a lot more Dark World than it is uh, any of the films that surround it. Uh, Age of Ultron is, 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 it suffers from that snark problem. A lot of characters sound very, very similar. But at the end of the day, we got another Avengers well, film, which was freaking awesome. Yeah, but that's that's what it is. When 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 you have that, those Avengers are now back together, and and you know, story wise, narrative wise, it actually makes a lot of sense because, um, you know, you know, pe- people do make indelible marks on one another. So Tony Stark is the type of uh, big personality where his, uh, you know, where kind of like his demeanor starts to rub off on certain people and especially in a circumstance like that where like they're they're tasked with the impossible you know they the the one thing that you really need to do is kind of speak each other's language so to speak and I, I think that's that's what you're talking about there but the one thing that I really think they did an amazing job especially with juggling as many uh characters as they are at that point is a balance of screen time and also keeping them individually, uh, keeping them individual rather, because at no point, um, you know, where you're like, well, Captain America looks like or sounds like, uh, you know, Iron Man right now, or uh, even even with the new characters, the, the easiest thing to do would have been to kind of roll them up into this, um, you know, uh, this kind of like a prepackaged, uh, you know, uh, character uh, that, that, you know, works. Uh, at that point, and now we're ready for like 10, 11 movies. It would have been very, very easy to do that, to make Wanda sound just like, you know, Black Widow or, or, or what have you. But they didn't do that. And I think you're right. It has still to this day has awesome, awesome replayability. And I think Ultron, and, and this is a conversation that I've had with some people, I think Ultron was a dynamite character. Also, don't forget the introduction of uh, vibranium and um, its source, Wakanda. Yeah, and again, I'm not taking any of that away, uh, but in that movie theater, in that moment, despite the giant smile on my face, it did everything it it needed to. It felt like, uh, uh, for me at least, it felt like a little bit of a letdown now that Guardians of the Galaxy was a wow. possibility. Because it wasn't Winter Soldier. Yeah, because but it's a different 100%. movie. Like, if, if you had... If you had had walked in and sat down and you're at an Avengers movie 
and they gave you another Guardians of the Galaxy, you you would have been like, what the f? Hey man, don't I? You know what? I was still in my twenties when this movie came out. I can't be trusted at the moment. <laughs> uh, again, it's one of those. <laughs> That's a good it point. It took you me years to 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 really grow to love aspects of this movie. I think Avengers: Age of Ultron uh, is the first Marvel movie that works better as YouTube clips. The, there are some. F- tremendous huh. scenes How so? in Age of Ultron that can live perfectly alone. The after party scene where they're all hanging out and trying to lift Mjolnir. That is an amazing little moment uh, in the film. The fight sure, scenes. Sure. Those are the the, segues, the fight yeah. scenes are amazing. That opening fight scene, the fight scene with Ultron. Uh, though mm-hmm. There are great moments in the Ultron in, bots. All fantastic. Um, for for me, sure. that's kind of how Age of Ultron now, for the most part, lives. And again, I, I I prefaced it as honestly as I could. I've grown to like it a lot more than I did in the moment, but for a very long time, it, wow. it was it was. I don't want to call it a black sheep, but considering the the ten movies that came before it, it winds up on my list of of. Uh, I only kind of mm. love it. It really is okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna disagree with you there though because um, it did something that became essentially important to the next you know the next half so to speak and and uh, I'm not sure if this is something if you looked at it this way or not or honestly I don't remember us even having the conversation about it but um, one can argue and that one is me and I'm all often right. Um, one, one could argue that Age of Ultron is the first time that they introduced the concept where, you know what, the villain here may be right. I can kind of really see where the villain is coming from. Maybe the logic and the, um, uh, you know, and, and the way that they go about it, so to speak, Ultron, Ultron had a very very legitimate point to be made obviously his uh his maniacal killing and you know raising up an entire continent uh, at a, you know off the earth uh it's objectionable I, i'll agree with that uh, i'm not saying that he was uh certainly a nominee for the for the you know for the for the nobel peace prize or anything like that but you can see where he was coming from it was a collective uh hive mind of some of the most brilliant people to grace uh, you know, the Marvel Comics movies, and this is what he came up with. So, I don't know, man. Him, Thanos, some some people can, can make I don't, a legitimate I, point I, for saying, hey, the, these guys may know what they're talking I about. I cannot argue the point. All I can say is the, the hype machine, the trailers they cut, all of them did a disservice uh, for me in that theater, and I wasn't the only one. We were promised. How we so? were promised the first Avengers death. That wound up being a huge talking point, and this was the last film where I made the mistake of watching all the trailers, listening to all the interviews, because I was really uh, concerned. Because I really thought my boy Hawkeye was gonna get got, uh, and instead they're <laughs> like, we introduced the character oh, no, to kill. Like we don't care about the the lesser Maximoff. At all, at least wow. I didn't. Quicksilver That's meant harsh. nothing to me. Um, Way harsh, Ty. Just because you haven't run for anything in the last twelve years—that's like the sixth fat joke. You and I are about to tussle. 
<laughs> hey, I haven't I haven't run for anything in the last twenty years. There's I'm no literally gonna I'm gonna make someone shoot at me, and you're gonna run in my way, <laughs> and I'm gonna be all like, I'm gonna name my baby after you. No. <laughs> I would be so shot so many times. That brings <laughs> us to the end of the first half. We have one more film left in phase two. Uh, the other. Uh, Marvel film in 2015 before we hit phase three and phase three is going to be a, a, I think a wildly different conversation because even leading up to Age of Ultron I don't think at that point I had any idea uh, of the world we we're heading to I did not fully grasp just how tremendous Infinity War was going to be how game changing some of the 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 other films in the series are going to be uh but you're going to have to come back next week for for part 2 the end of phase 2 and all of phase 3 right here on US Comics Cast you can follow oh, us on yeah. all of our social media uh at read US Comics do it uh you can get in contact with us you can yell at us we can you can tell me I'm insane for the movies I dislike. You can say that John is a certified G and a bona fide stud. He's also the truth. CEO of U.S. Comics. I'm the COO. And until next Comic Book Day, we are out. Peace.